You're listening to The Sizzle on Iron Skillet Radio and Iron Skillet Television. I show my um, appreciation to uh, pretty much everyone involved uh, from the side, despite uh, the contract stuff not going the way uh, I had planned for it to go. And like, to, I know there's going to be a lot of questions about... Um, the entire the process and everything like that, and to get on the process, uh, I thought it was it was very distasteful to say the least. Um, wasn't what I anticipated, nor did I like what I expected from the situation. But you know, I'm grateful for the uh, fans, all the loyal fans, and everyone that uh, the players as well in the locker room and the city of Chicago that uh, stood behind me throughout this process, and it means a lot to myself. Um, but now I'm just shifting my focus to the um, season and more so just focused on being the best teammate I can be um, to those guys in the uh, locker room. Uh, it's my last year of my deal. Uh, and hey, I'm just gonna take it, run with it, bet on myself like I've always done. And the negotiations are um, over right now. So it's more so I'm just focused on the season, going out there being the best bear I can be because I owe that to the guys in the locker room and to the city and the, um, all the uh, loyal fans out there. So, but I'll, Open it up for you guys. I'm sure there's so a couple that, questions. Right. So does that mean you said negotiations are over? Are you planning to play out the final year of your deal? Uh, that's correct. Betting on myself. Uh, well, obviously the talks didn't get too far, um, and they it didn't it didn't end in the, the way that I wanted them to end. And it's basically like, hey, I know at the end of the year it's gonna be it's gonna be a big big season for myself and also at the end of the season there's going to be you know there's a lot of different direction things could go and so I know I need to put myself and my body in the uh, best possible situation to succeed and I feel like with this time that I have it'll be enough time for me to prepare myself for the um, season. What was, the most recent, what was the most recent conversation you had with Ryan Poles and how did it end? Uh, well the conversation it's over there's there, there's there's not there's not conversation. I can't think back to then. I just know it, the conversations are over. So there's nothing more to be said besides just going out there and being the best player I can be for myself and my teammates. Well, what, what, pro, what prompted you to not only ask for a trade, but to put out the statement that you did that was different? You know, a lot of players ask for trades and don't write 300 words about it. But tell us what were you thinking? Oh, uh, yeah. It collective bargaining agreement that was finalized in March of 2020. There has been a trend away from holdouts and an embrace of the hold in. The player gets the best of both worlds. He shows up so he's not fined, but he doesn't practice until he gets the contract that he wants. And one of the things Chris and I have been talking about ever since this first emerged, at some point, you're not going to work out the deal. At some point, the team's going to say to the player, you're here. We're not ball. going to work something out. Grab your helmet and get on the field. And that has happened in Chicago. Here's Roquan Smith from over the weekend explaining why he has decided to play under the terms of his fifth-year option without a long-term contract. He showed up. He held in. The holding is over. Here he is on his failure to get a deal with the Bears and his decision to go ahead and play. I thought it was it was very distasteful, to say the least. Um wasn't what I anticipated, nor did I like what I expected from the situation. But, you know, I'm grateful for the uh, fans, all the loyal fans and everyone that uh, the players as well in the locker room and the city of Chicago that uh, stood behind me throughout this process. And it means a lot to myself. Um, 
but now I'm just shifting my focus to the um, season and more so just focused on being the best teammate I can be um, to those guys in the uh, locker room. Uh, it's my last year of my deal. Uh, and hey, I'm just going to take it, run with it, bet on myself like I've always done. And the negotiations are um, over right now. So it's more so I'm just focused on the season, going out there, being the best bear I can be because I owe that to the guys in the locker room and to the city and the, um, all the uh, loyal fans out there. I see myself at a, a number, and they see me at a number, and it was, hey, we, we, couldn't, we couldn't agree. We can agree to disagree, but, hey, I would never accept a bad deal. Like I pretty much said, I would never accept a deal that I don't feel like is worth what I'm worth. And that's fine. He's got every right to do that. I just wonder who's giving him advice on turning down the offer that the Bears would have made. And I spent some time over the weekend trying to figure out what the Bears' last best offer was. I'm not sure they ever got to the point where they put it in writing, put it on the table gotcha. because of the communication issues that you have when, number one, a guy represents himself, and number two, the non-NFLPA certified agent named St. Omni is the one who is supposedly trying to negotiate with the Bears, maybe through email burner accounts. I don't know how that was happening, but that all blew up last week because St. Omni was calling multiple other teams trying to get trade interest going at a time when the Bears had not authorized any effort by Roquan Smith to trade himself anywhere. So it was tampering and it was violation of the rules as to who you can and can't communicate with. It was a CBA issue. And it, it makes it impossible, I think, to really get to the point where you can do the analysis we talked about earlier. What's the best offer that you're walking away from? Well, if it's my son, I would have him take that deal. And when you consider the position that Roquan Smith plays, the initiator of the car crashes, a guy who, who has a high risk of getting injured, you know what you want, but here's what they're offering, or here's what they would offer, and it's a hell of a lot better than carrying the risk at $9.735 million this year. And he says it's the last year of his deal. It's not because they could franchise tag him yeah. once or twice. He's three seasons away from true free agency when you get whatever it is that you want, when you get someone to overpay you, because we see it all the time in March. But that's three more seasons he's got to get through. Yeah. He's got to be healthy and he's got to be effective or he's never going to get that opportunity, Chris. No, I, I know. You're right. It's it's dangerous. It's a dangerous game he's playing. I mean, it is. And he is a car crash middle linebacker. I, you're, I've heard nothing, you're right, as far as, numbers or anything like that. I bow to what we heard on Ryan from Ryan Poles, the GM there a few weeks ago. You know, he made a comment, you know, I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but you know, it was up there top market type of deal, top of the market type of deal. Inside linebackers, you know, Shaquille Leonard of the Colts, Fred Warner, right? They're making the most as far as those type of guys are considered. You know, then it's CJ Mosley at $17 million. He certainly deserves more than CJ Mosley as far as average for a year. He deserves to be up there in that Fred Warner, Shaquille Leonard, you know, linebacker that's not a pass rusher type of money. He does. I, I think he does. But, man, it just – where Lamar and the Ravens seems like everything is cool and it's all good and we're still going to, you know, be the Ravens and kick ass and be an awesome football team. This one just seems like it's not going in the right direction. Like, there's real bitterness here where I, it's it's like – uh, even though they might, you know, have they have the ability to franchise them like you're talking about, 
I, I feel like this is one where they might be like, all right, we, we forget it. Like, you know, we, we, we don't, we want volunteers, not hostages. This is not good for the karma of the building, the locker room, any of that. It, it seems like it's kind of crossed that line there to where it's not cool between player and the organization. And that's unfortunate. And I'm, you know, interested to see how this all plays out this year with those two. Raises the possibility of a tag and trade after the season. Right. And, and and look, there's still a possibility of a trade during the season. If if things aren't going well, if Roquan Smith is just not really into it because he feels like he's been disrespected, he feels like he didn't That's get what the contract I would worry he should get. Right. And he's dealing with, you know, the story you tell all the time exactly. about Brandon Marshall is he was closing in on the completion of his rookie deal in Denver. I got to get through these final games of the season healthy, and if I don't, there goes the money that I've earned. Yes. So that, that's that got to be playing on Roquan Smith's mind as well as he gets ready to initiate car crash after car crash in a 17-game regular season. Agreed. Uh, you know, I, I just think when, when you're in a situation like this and it's not, you know, oh, hey, my shoulder's a little sore on Wednesday. I'm, I'm not playing this week. You know, it's so, you know, probably would play 99, you know, percent of the time. But, you know, this is a type of situation where I don't think you're going to get, you know, all in Roquan Smith. And, you know, that's troublesome especially for a new coach, Matt Eberflus, and he's a defensive coach. The middle linebacker is so important in that system. I mean, he just came from a place with Shaquille Leonard. I mean, it's it's rooted in its Seattle base. It's They're looking for their, their Bobby Wagner, and this guy has the skill set to do that. I, I think he really fits the scheme in a lot of ways. So, um, yeah, it's unfortunate. And, again, it's just another example of I just – well, uh, the agent. I just wish he would get an agent. Um, but but I hope Roquan stays healthy and kicks butt, and hopefully he can make this money up uh, later on in time. Make sure that you follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Iron Skillet Sports. And remember to like, share, and subscribe to Iron Skillet Sports on YouTube at Iron Skillet Sports.